The Dave Nemo Show and Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo, traveled on-site to Columbus, Ohio for the 2023 National Truck Driving and National Step Van Championships, hosted by the American Trucking Associations. This is a special podcast series highlighting the people and happenings of NTDC 2023. Now let's take you to more of our coverage from NTDC 2023. Hey, it's Greg Thompson from Podwheels, and we got to do so many interviews during NTDC 2023. Two of the folks that we got a chance to talk to are two guys from Maine, Ken Duncan and Ron Round. They are competitors, they are friends, and they are both captains with America's Road Team. Ron Round and Ken Duncan, and you guys are the double trouble from Maine, right? I guess that's what you'd call us, yeah. Exactly right. So Ron's a native and Ken's a transplant, so I get the privilege of serving as his translator in all <laughs> kinds of situations. And that may come in handy here. It does at times. All right, so now, Ron, I understand from Virginia that you just joined the road team this year, right? Yep, I'm one of the newer captains. We both are, actually. We were in on the same class. All right, so how has your baptism been so far? It's been an incredible thing. I went into it thinking that being named to the road team was an honor, but the more I do these events, it's more of a privilege. We get to go out, we get to represent our industry, we get to talk to different groups about safety, do what we can to try to make our highway safer for everyone. And the scenarios that we get an opportunity to work in have surprised me. As Ron says, I recognize it's an amazing privilege to get to represent the industry and our employers, but when you find yourself at a logistics school at a major university or at a forum where the bureaucrats of all different transportation agencies have come together and they want to learn about how their decisions impact our real lives, it's quite a responsibility and privilege to get to try to shoulder that load and make a difference. And you guys are still out on the road, right? Yep. So tell us a little bit about, you're with Bison, is that correct? Yeah, I'm Bison USA for bottles transportation out of Bangor for, since 1999, we were recently acquired by Bison. It's had its bumps anytime you have an acquisition, but everything's going pretty smooth for the most part. I really haven't noticed any difference other than the name change on the door. And it is what it is. I mean, it's one of them things that's beyond my control, but they're still treating us good, so I have no reason to look anywhere else. So. And being here, you're in the competition, right? Yeah, I'm actually competing in three-axle this year. I was state champion in Maine in three-axle. And I believe this is the first time Bison is being represented out here at the National TDC. There you go. And by the way, Ron was also, I believe, Maine's grand champion. And it wasn't the first time. Just his first time wearing a Bison hat instead of a Pottles hat. Multi-time Maine grand champion. So he's trying to be humble here. Exactly. That right? That's the one I know. So this is an easy question. How many times a grand champion? In Maine, three times. Have some more fun, Greg. Ask him how many times he's been the recipient of the best written award and the best pre-trip award. There's an interesting gold right there as well. All right. Written test is eight or nine times, I don't remember. Pre-trip is three or four. I just lose track. I've been competing every year since 2001, and I've been incredibly fortunate. And sometimes it's hard to keep track. 22 years. First of all, what got you interested in wanting to do it? What keeps bringing you back? I had never been exposed to it with my previous employer. And when I went to work for Portals, I actually ended up taking a run for one of the other drivers so he could be in to compete because he wouldn't have got in in time. So I ended up getting in 
mid-morning Saturday, which he had to be there early, early to compete. And it's like, I got some time to kill. I'll wander up, check this out, and see what it's all about. I watched it for a while, and it's like, I think I can do that. And the next year came around, and I entered, and I've been hooked ever since. Ken, I know you're also a main state champion. You're here competing. On one hand, I'm sure that you've got a tremendous amount of respect for Ron, but how much do you hate him for the fact that he's such a natural? I love to find an angle to bust his chops here and there, but the fact <laughs> is we've been competitors in so many different arenas over the years. It's kind of like Betty and Allison. I like to think we've earned one another's respect and a good degree of trust, and there's a certain fellowship and brotherhood between us that would be pretty ridiculous to try to break. In the meantime, his record is amazing. I think I've done okay until I think about what Ron's accomplished, and I think my Little League. So, not to minimize what you've done, I mean, the humility around here is amazing. So, give us your resume on the state level and the national level. Well, I'm going to embellish myself a little bit and back up on you and change categories briefly to 2001. I drove for a dairy and they didn't belong to anything affiliated with American Trucking Association, but they were involved with the International Food Distributors Organization at the time. So I competed for them in 01 in Houston at their international competition and was first loser. Again, going with your Petty Allison thing, that's an Earnhardt thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's how Earnhardt would have summed that one up. But I knocked on the door and I got a feel of competition and camaraderie in that arena. So when I came to work for Walmart and had the opportunity to qualify to compete at states and maybe earn a shot at nationals in the American Trucking Association's event, I was hungry to get there. So yeah, it became a mission to learn about how to be a good competitor and who to take advice from and how to get there. So I think it was 2013 I had my first win at Maine States and went to nationals. This is my sixth trip to nationals. Maine State Grand Champion just once along the way. Okay, just once. Had a little fun. One year is particularly interesting. 2017, or maybe it was 16. 16 or 17, anyway, whichever year we were in Indy, I had an incredibly terrible run and finished last in my class. Now, I heard about this charity event, Northeast Professional Drivers Charity Challenge, that a bunch of heavy hitters were there, former national champions, etc. So I limped into that with my wounds still bleeding from finishing last in my class at nationals. That was my first time there, and I happened to get Rookie of the Year honors. I was thrilled, and then I happened to win my class, which was hard to do with former national champions in my class. That made me feel great. And then they announced that I was first and only person to win Rookie of the Year, the class, and grand champion at that event. So it made me believe that maybe I could rise from the ashes of last place. And I bounced back to ninth as my best finish at Nationals. And we'll see what tomorrow holds. So, Ron, I want to give you an opportunity. What can you say about Kim as a driver and as a professional? If you look at his record, it's actually way better than mine because he didn't compete that many years before he won his state title. I was 10 years getting my first one. I struggled. I honestly, I did. Once I learned how to put it all together, fueled by guys like him, no matter how good you do, there's always someone that does a little better and you just try to do a little bit better than them every year. Guys like him, he's humble and he doesn't want to talk about it, but he's always right there on all three parts of this competition. And honestly, that's where you've got to be. And it keeps me on my toes. 
because I know when I go to state competition, I'm going to have guys like him. We have the best pre-trip for all competitors. He's going to be up in it. He's going to be on the written test. It's guys like him that keep me on my toes, that actually got me to where I am. Because I know if I back off any, that I'm going to be left in the dust. That's the thing about this competition is that there is such an overriding feeling of respect because everybody that gets here is a champion. Everybody that participates at state level is dedicated to safety, is dedicated to all of those things that you guys hold dear, the top professional drivers. So one of the things about this that I think is so cool is that, yeah, you're competing, but you're really not because you're competing against the course, you're competing against the test, you're competing against the pre-trip, you're really competing against yourself. Exactly. Bingo, bingo. This you isn't like basketball or football where you can work defense. It's all on you. It's what you can accomplish. And in the meantime, probably isn't the first time poor Ron's heard me talk about this, but here's something that I really love about this is besides a sense of camaraderie, is that the theme of courtesy, professionalism, and pride, that's who professional drivers are. It's the core of what we hold dear. It's how we've thrived and prospered over the years. But there's an underlying key ingredient that I hope Joe Public, who maybe had a bad experience in traffic, will please hear this. I think it's unfortunate supply and demand, while it's a great theme that drives our economy and a thing to be passionate about, the downside of it is there's so much demand for, to move freight in the country that sometimes an individual or two works their way in. So anyone that has decent depth perception and the desire to acquire a CDL truly can. They can sign up for a school, apply themselves, and acquire their CDL. And everyone that acquires that CDL gets to decide, am I going to dedicate the best version of myself to being a professional from the start to the end of my workday every day? I would love that everyone that acquired a CDL would take an oath to pursue that. When you get to this event, when you get to states, you recognize you're surrounded by others who have dedicated themselves to that principle, driven safely for a year, and there's a camaraderie and a brotherhood that's pretty darn good stuff. Absolutely. And the thing is, everybody that's here competing has earned my respect because they've driven the past year accident-free. I've got it easy. I run Maine. I mean, we watch out for moose and a little bit of traffic. Some of these drivers are right in the city with four, five, six, seven lanes of traffic every day, and they're fighting their commutes and all that. And if they can go accident-free in that for a year, and my hat's off to them. They have earned their spot here no matter where they finish. What you guys are talking about here, and we were kidding, the three of us are at the back end of the baby boom generation. There's a shortage of drivers in this country. You guys know this as you're working on the road team, and that's part of the message that's going out. So for those folks that may be listening to this and thinking, maybe I can get into driving, or maybe I should, what do you say to folks that are thinking about looking at this as a career? And kind of playing off what you said a moment ago, Ken, about being a top professional. Start getting into that career, but not only getting into the career, but aspiring to be the best. So there are more and more companies all the time that offer folks an entry into the career. Everyone that acquires a CDL needs to appreciate that when they do, they hold a valuable asset in today's economy, and that's their skill. With that, that asset becomes more and more valuable as they develop a safe record. 
So they need to determine whether they would like to operate locally, regionally, or over the road. And then once they've determined that, what would fit their lifestyle and their preferences best, then look at the companies that are offering them a path in and learn about their safety culture. Because you should recognize that you should never bend the rules on safety. You're not gonna do anyone, especially yourself, any favors if you do. So be discerning about where you hang your hat to start your career so you have a good, solid foundation to build a safe record. The longer it gets, the stronger it gets, the more you're bringing, and the more discriminating you can be about positions you accept in the future. And that's the thing, sometimes getting into the industry to begin with, you might not get the actual desired run you want. You might have to struggle a little bit there, you might have to run long or regional, where you really want to run local. But most companies you get in, you prove yourself, you have a safe record, you be a good employee, and these other avenues will open up for you. And even if it doesn't with the initial employer, as your safety record grows and your safe driving miles, you become a huger asset to other companies. So, I mean, there's always that opportunity to move to a different company doing a different run that suits you because there's all kinds of facets to this industry. I run local. I'm pretty partial to sleeping in my own bed at night, and that's great for me. I have run some regional out a night or two and home. I know drivers, they just absolutely refuse to run local. I don't want to be home every day. I want to be gone three, four, five, six days, two weeks. I know drivers that walk four to six weeks to a time, and that's how they want to run. And God bless their families if they can deal with them being gone for that amount of time, because it's got to be tough. But there's little niches in this industry that it's basically choose what you want to do, where you want to go, and there's probably a pocket there for you, but you've got to have a good record and a good reputation. That's the foundation right there. Just start on a safe, deliberate path to be professional and safe. Just who do you want to live next door to? A good neighbor. So when you enter a career in trucking, you need to carry that forward and be a good neighbor in the break room where you work and most definitely in traffic. Respect them and their family as you share the road, share the road safety. So you guys got selected for America's Road Team this year. Both came from Maine, know each other from the competition. What's it been like for you guys to go into the road team together? It's really been cool because I got somebody there that I'm familiar with. It's not all strangers when you first go in, because you go to these different events, you work with the other captains, you develop quick friendships. I mean, all these captains are really, really great people. Of course, if they weren't, they wouldn't be in this, this position. But it was great for me to see Ken get on it. He's really, really deserving. He's a great ambassador for our industry. He's a way better speaker than I am, honestly. But it's, it's been great to share this journey with him. It really has. I don't want to put any words in Ron's mouth, but I feel like on a certain level I gained a brother in that everybody on our team that got on last year, we have a certain fellowship. We had those like experiences when we were finalists trying to make the team. The fact that we're both from Maine, that we have the rich competitive history that we do. Another thing Ron is modest about, he's carved out time, his time and his energy to serve on Maine Professional Drivers Association. I belong to that organization. I'm proud to support it with my dues and in other small ways. But on the other hand, Ron is generously given his time and talents to serve as an officer and get things done for the organization for years. So when someone says Ken Duncan and Ron Round in the same sentence, especially if they're around Maine Trucking, I know I'm blessed. I've arrived somewhere that I'm proud to be. 
So wrapping this up, you guys are at Nationals. What is your favorite part of Nationals? It's our TVC family. It's our family reunion. We come together in fellowship with the like-minded professionals from around the country who have our same passion for safety, courtesy, and pride, for sharing the road safely. They're here, and we can't wait to see them, to break bread with them, to harass them, to be harassed by them. They're our family. It's a great reunion. It's a blessed fellowship I'm proud to be a part of. I gotta agree, it's a camaraderie. I mean, every driver here is top shelf, and I tell new drivers that are coming here to the TDC for the first time, you're going to be surrounded by 420-ish truck drivers that make you proud to be a truck driver because these drivers are all top shelf. And like you said, it's almost a social event for us on top of the competition because this is my eighth trip here. I've been incredibly fortunate and I've made a lot of friends. This is the only time I see them is at NTDC. They're different parts of the country, run different lanes, and it's great just to see them and catch up with them and chat. Well, it's great to win a state championship. It's one of the bigger motivators and opportunity to see the family again. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting Life is crazy busy and it does take a lot of time to practice and prepare for competitions. And sometimes I think, you know what, there's so much on our plate at home this year, maybe I won't swing for the fence this year. But this year my wife spoke up and said, hey, I want to go to Nationals this year. Now she doesn't ask me for a lot, but that family reunion is something that she looks forward to. It's not just about us, it's about the wonderful spouses and kids that support us as we negotiate this unique career. And unlike on most of my career, I've spent more time sleeping in trucks than I have at home. There's a lot of sacrifice at home. When I see a young man like our fellow competitor from New Hampshire came and brought his wife and his young family. Another associate of mine from Texas, same thing. It's good stuff. That's cool because their family gets to be exposed to some of the safest, most professional people in the industry and know the good things about what their parent is involved in. And they grow up with that, they have a respect for the industry, what we do, it's just a win-win-win across the board. I totally agree. Like I said, it's a social event as much as a competition anymore. And new drivers come in and sometimes they're a little intimidated because they don't really know anybody, but everyone here is just so welcoming, even in the bullpens. Yeah, you're gonna get teased, but that's just part of the fun of being here. There's a lot of good-natured ripping goes back and forth. It's all in fun, but we all respect each other because everybody here has earned their way. And it doesn't matter how good you think the other guy is, there's no one here that cannot be beat. It's anybody's game out here today. Every time we compete, we're literally competing against ourselves, as you mentioned, yep. Greg, more than anything else. It's always fun in the bullpen. We have to spend hours in the bullpen. And then when you find out that there's a rookie rookie, that's someone that had never been to States, that won at States, and made their way here. When they're in your bullpen, you can't resist having a little bit of fun. You have to maybe embellish a few stories for them or throw them a couple of wild pitches, but careful to bring back after all the fun. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. You earn your way here, you earn respect getting here. Welcome. I'd say what, we would never be allowed to do it, but that would make a great podcast just to sit in there and listen because as you share this, I'm trying to think, there are wild tales in this business and I can't imagine, again, you're in a small space and everybody's playing along, so tall tales. And not all of it's truly in tall tales, is talking to different drivers from different parts of the country that face different challenges every day. It's like, 
I truck in the northeast. That's vastly different than what they face in the southwest. A tank driver in the southeast is going to face different things than what I do in the drive in the northeast. And talking to them about what they see on a daily basis and how things are different through the different facets of the industry in a different location, it's really informative. It's, it's fun to talk to a lot of drivers from different parts of the country. Well, as I was talking about, talking about kind of the hazing, but you brought up a great point, Ron, the information that you learn from each other is really almost like a seminar. So let me ask you this, what is the most valuable thing that each of you have learned out of this bullpen discussions over the years? Humility. There's always someone, there's drivers that's been driving a lot longer than what I have and seen a lot more things are different than there's always a certain degree of one-upmanship amongst drivers. Always has been, is always going to be. And I haven't run all over the country. It's just not my cup of tea, but you learn humility. Humility. It's interesting you land there, on because that's where I was going to go. Because we're all guilty, unfortunately, of seeing people and trying to sum them up. This person's that, and that person's not this, and what have you. And quite often, the person in the bullpen that you think is least likely to succeed wins a class or at least makes the podium. You have to recognize that everybody there is truly a champion that's deserving of our respect. So when you talk about Ron's history as a competitor, as a road team captain, something might somehow slip in that category and it seems respectful and maybe to someone else it seems like a big deal. It circles back to this. We're all just regular people and every good thing I ever learned about a truck or a truck driving competition, I learned from another good trucking person. So while we have all this fun and fellowship, harassing one another and everything else, it comes back to this, if you don't share, What's been shared with you, you weren't worthy. And I believe everyone who's excelled in these arenas understands that principle from practice. And that's why the brotherhood and the fellowship are so special and sweet. Thanks for spending part of your day with Pod Wheels, powered by Radio Nemo's coverage of NTDC 2023. Check back with us on podwheels.com for more of our podcast features as we work to take you inside the championship event. You can also keep up with all the episodes of this special event series by subscribing to this podcast. Just search National Truck Driving Championships and hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.